We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. What up? Welcome to the Maggie and Perloff Show. It's Friday. You made it. (sighs) Sit back. Relax. Well, actually, the Packers shouldn't relax. They should panic. It's over. And maybe there's a little something, Perloff, that like is calming about knowing that it's over. Because last week when they played the Cowboys, it gave a blip of hope. Christian Watson had the big game. Rodgers looked good. It was like, wow, maybe they can do this. Yeah. No, they can't. Because the letdown game happened last night at Lambeau Field. The fans were booing. And... They had every opportunity to get back into this game after going down 27-17. They get a gift of an interception that Ryan Tannehill threw. And Tannehill, by the way, only missed five throws last night. He was having a really good game. The Green Bay defense was terrible. They get the gift of the interception. And as they're trying to go to the second series on that drive, just could not get the first down. It was a terrible game by Rodgers. And it's over for the Packers this year. I don't know. I don't necessarily think it was a terrible game by Rodgers. Yeah, he. I think his slum got to him in the cold at the end of the night. You saw he missed passes. He has never missed any of those passes. There were guys wide open, 15 yards downfield. I think it's a thumb. It's this. Am I making this totally? I'm a good excuse guy, yeah. but you've seen the numbers before and <laughs> I mean, after. You're kind the, of coming through big time with the excuse right now. But have you guys seen the numbers before and after the thumb? It is night and day. Okay, so what about last week? So last week, first of all, he only threw about 20 passes last week. And his numbers, last night's numbers were good, too. The two weeks, basically, he's had a bit of a comeback. I think he's adjusted to it, but he can't do it consistently. Last night, he was 24 of 39. I think the week before, he was 12 of 20 or something like that against the Cowboys. He's just, you telling me that that's the real Aaron Rodgers? I can't believe it. I'm not saying that's the real Aaron Rodgers. I'm saying this season is over. I agree. Oh, yeah. This season, by the way, I think, I'll take it a step further. This season was over before the Cowboys game. I think people, first of all, they should have lost that game. It was 28-14. They have a miracle comeback, and everyone thinks that they're back. I didn't understand that at all. Well, you and I bet against them heavily last night, and it ended up working out in our favor. But I would say there was a glimmer of hope um, because you thought, well, they beat the Cowboys. The Cowboys had this great defense. Okay, so what does that mean against, okay, the Titans, then Minnesota, all the teams they have left to play? I think we were all waiting for the real Packers to kind of stand up. And instead, it went the total opposite way. It was a complete letdown. And I think there are two big questions now that are coming off this game if we can declare the season over for the for the Packers. Number one, when do you go to Jordan Love? Which is a question that we've asked before on this show. A question we asked to Leroy Butler, who was uh, said never. honored at <laughs> halftime yeah. yesterday. That was awesome. It was so cool. And he said it had to be nine losses, right? was what he said. We asked Peter King, basically said the same thing. And the question is, when do you go to Jordan Love? And then the second question beyond that is, is Aaron Rodgers going to be a Green Bay Packer next year? Because they actually go hand in hand. If you decide to go to Jordan Love now or soon and say he plays well, well, then how do you bring back Rodgers next year? Well, yeah, you have a number of reasons. I give you 60 million reasons. You have to bring it back. The money's going to be hard. So not impossible, but hard, very, very hard. So what are we going to see from Jordan love? 
I wonder, speaking of thumb, it, he has a real, you don't necessarily have to bench him, just say, dude, you obviously need surgery on your thumb. Why not get it now so you're ready for training camp? What would Jordan Love, in your mind, have to do to show, because it's a, it's a big hit for the Packers to trade him. They would have $40 million in dead cap. Even if they do post-June 1, it's $40 million spread over two years. Yep. Basically, they're going to spend all this money. They're not going to get a good pick back for him. Nobody's giving up a good pick to pay Aaron Rodgers, who's $40, $60 million. I mean, do you think you're going to get a top 10 pick for that guy? I don't know if you're going to get a top 10 pick. I think you could get definitely a high, maybe a high second round pick. I mean, I've got the I've got the team, by the way. If, I'm dying to hear If it. you want to know where our, I think Aaron Rodgers should be looking at for next year. And you, by the way, you might be right about the thumb. Maybe yeah. he should just get surgery. That's that kind is, of a classy, it's kind of a classy way to sort of. He needs an exit. <laughs> he, he's looking for the exits right now. <laughs> I'll go that far. Um it's the team that they played last night, the Tennessee Titans. Well, I don't understand. You have arguably the most accurate, best quarterback in the NFL, Ryan Tannehill. Why are you? You're telling me you watched that game last night. And you're going to give up the guy on in blue for the guy in yellow and green? No way. Well, I think that they were on their way to a split with Ryan Tannehill anyway. And I wonder if the Tennessee Titans, listen, the city is a fit. I think Rodgers would go to Nashville and be fine. Nashville's cool, hip city. I think that would work. I think yeah. that, and I think that they have Malik Willis, who they took in what the third round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that but doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. But they're not going to have a high enough pick to get into a quarterback sweepstakes. And I think they are looking for what's next after Ryan Tannehill. Are you sure they're ready to move on from Ryan Tannehill? They are seven and three. Tannehill came back from an injury and has looked better than he's ever looked at. I don't even know those guys he was thrown to last night, and it, it looked good. <laughs> yeah. it just, those, the Packers defense, I was making fun of it today. They're not terrible, and he sliced and diced him. He made one mistake in the fourth quarter. I'm sure he just made the read wrong. Yeah, He was incredible last night. So, so it just feels, maybe it's the timing of this take, which I think is an interesting one. It just doesn't feel Tennessee. They, the last quarterback they want is Aaron Rodgers. I, if I'm them, I'm all in on Ryan Tannehill right now. So this, there is a out for Tennessee after this season with Tannehill's contract. Yeah. So they are going to have to, or you get 2023 for him for $27 million as the base salary. Which like, is good, right? It's good, but it's still a lot. And I guess I would just ask you, do you think that Ryan Tannehill is going to win you a Super Bowl? Or do you think that you get the second act of Aaron Rodgers, put it together with the Derrick Henry run game, and now you could really be cooking? Because the defense for Tennessee is good. Vrabel's a good coach. I think that they would be a good fit. Like, I, everything just sort of fits there. It's not New York. It's not L.A. Who cares? It's Tennessee. I think Rodgers would be up for it. I think he'd be open to it. I still, okay. It's a good, yeah, that all makes sense. I like it a lot. I wish I could bet that he returns to Green Bay. I bet you can. DraftKings, no? No, I don't think they have that. <laughs> not, not yet. Just so wait. Here's a couple of reasons why. <laughs> yeah. The only way it's even plausible is post-June 1. So you're telling it's me. late in the year. I get it. You're telling me a team that is coming off of playoffs, the Titans, is going to wait till June 1st to decide what they're doing at quarterback? Well, maybe there's like, you know, tampering, not tampering. Like, hey, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We I know actually, what we're doing. I was wondering about that. Can they agree in principle? It's going to be tough. Well, I and think if you that, do it in a stealth way that doesn't raise some eyebrows from the league. And why would the Packers do this? So the Titans right now sit in the draft at number 27. Yeah, you're, you might. Maybe you get that pick. Maybe you get the second round pick. I don't know. I'm not why would you do that? You're paying Aaron. You're going to end up. Paying Aaron Rodgers a big chunk of money anyway. What's the point? Why, Listen, didn't, why not have Aaron Rodgers under center instead of? You mean Ryan Tannehill? As long, no, no. Know. If you're the Packers, I'm oh, if you're saying the Packers. This is absolutely. They have no incentive to trade him to the Titans. I would ask you this: How do you think it's going in Green Bay? 
Just if, if someone landed as an alien on this planet and said, how are things going in Green Bay? Bad, but that doesn't mean they don't could turn around next season. I'm going to tell you, look at next season for him. I'll paint this picture. You have a team in Green Bay in one of the easiest divisions in football. You have Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon in the background. You have second-year Christian Watson, second-year Romeo Dobbs. You re-sign Alan Lazard. You get a healthy Robert Tunyon. You get a healthy offensive line. That's not a bad spot. Well, and health, also that, healthy offensive line might take a little bit of an investment, which... Wait, who's by who, who are we missing here? I, I actually looked up the free agents. I didn't see anyone big. Going. No, I'm saying, do you need to shore up that offensive well, line? The, Not assuming that you know David Bakhtiari is going to be able to be healthy forever. It's been tough for him. Yeah, well, I'm I'm assuming you get Jenkins and Bakhtiari healthy. Like they, those guys have been in that. I all thought they'd season. be healthy this year. The only guy who's been there, they they showed a graphic last night. Runyon's the only guy who's played every game. So I don't know. I feel like this happened to Aaron Rodgers before. Remember the year where he hurt his collarbone. They, they threw it away, and he came back. The guy comes back out of nowhere. Remember the the year they drafted Jordan Love? It looked done, too. I know, but think, but remember, we know now. I we think know the, now. The drafting of Love like put an extra chip on Aaron, Roger, uh, Aaron Rodgers' shoulders. I think I think there's reason. The same thing's going to happen in the offseason. They're going to flirt with other teams. He's going to be evasive. He's going to make all these mysterious comments. But at the end of the day, this just makes too much sense for him to go back to Green Bay. And for Green Bay unfortunately, because of the way they set up this contract, might be stuck with him. I don't think they're going to just give him to Tennessee. Well, then you if you don't go to love next year or at least play him this year to try to get some trade value from him, then you've completely foobarred that pick. It's a 26, the 26 pick, right? It's your first round pick. Yeah. Call it what it is. And it's a quarterback. It's a first round quarterback. You know, that's different. 75% of the picks that are 20 through 32 do not work out. Okay. But you know, it's different when you trade up to get a quarterback in the first round. They already, they already admitted that they got that wrong by giving Aaron Rodgers more money. Of course they did, but it's, it's maybe salvageable. I can, I also go out on this limb. I don't want to speak for Packers fans here. I think Packers fans want it. I think there's a loud, vocal contingent. I don't want to just rely on my Twitter feed because maybe that's a bit of an echo chamber. <laughs> but it seems like there are Packer fans who are who are ready for the change. And so I would add that on top of it. I know the fans aren't the ones making the decisions, but I think that there it would not be the outrage and outcry if he was traded. I don't think there's going to be a revolt. Yeah, but there certainly would not be a lot of happy fans in Wisconsin if you gave Aaron Rodgers to Tennessee for basically nothing and watch him win a Super Bowl next year, that'd be bad. Well, I mean, that's going to be the risk you take. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. If you think this is running, it's not course. even a risk because you're, just, you're snarling up your own t- salary cap for nothing. Well, in, a, in the very short term, though, right? right? Like you'd be snarling it up for two years where you have two $20 million, twin $20 million dead cap hits. But after that, you you're signaling a rebuild anyway. But what's the point for the, of mo- re- for the most part? Why not rebuild two years? You could do that too. I know they've they're all in on the defense. How did that look last night? I understand, but all season, quite frankly, the defense has been underachieving. Yeah, I just think the best spot for him going to be next year is Green Bay. If Green Bay, listen, they they've made their bed, Maggie. You know that this the way the contract is structured makes this really really difficult. Definitely can happen, but why assume something difficult is going to happen when the easiest possible solution right in front of our face is he shuts it down soon, comes back next year, and these guys, I thought Christian Watson was exciting. I think there's a lot of reasons to be excited for Packers fans, believe it or not. Caught another touchdown last night, definitely looked good. You know how um, they always say, like, don't go to the grocery store when you're hungry because you're going to end up, like, making some poor choices, right? Right. You're going (laughs) to buy that cheesecake or you're going to buy, you know, whatever. This... 
there should also be a rule in the NFL. Never do a contract when you're coming off of back-to-back MVPs with somebody <laughs> because they clearly were like, everyone's just so euphoria that they tie themselves to each other basically for two years. It's not impossible to get out of the contract, but it would be difficult to trade him. And it's like, it was like everyone's euphoria about him winning the back-to-back MVPs. You should have just done something that was less punitive for that second year. I don't you know. know. They've, this is not the worst case scenario. They probably have Aaron Rodgers coming back next year. What's wrong with that? I, I don't think that's some disastrous situation. It's not. I understand he's playing poorly right now, but it's not like you look at, oh, no, the Packers are going to have to deal with Aaron Rodgers again under center next year. That's not. They're going to be a little exciting. I, I'd probably pick them to make the playoffs next year, wouldn't you? I would probably pick them to make the playoffs, but I wonder if there comes a time when you just feel like it's better for both parties to yeah. part ways. We also don't know how good Jordan Love is. They do, probably. So they have a little more information. The other thing, you say that you shouldn't make a contract after coming off that high. It's like maybe we shouldn't pick a new home for Aaron Rodgers in November oh. coming off a primetime standalone. <laughs> no, that's loss. totally fine. <laughs> Think about March. Think about March when we have more time. It might chill out a little more. No, no, no. That's inspired. What I'm doing is inspired. What where they're doing you, is a mistake. I'm just curious. Where did you think he was going to go last year? Um, No, I thought last year he was going to stay. Okay. Uh, the Nathaniel Hackett hiring in Denver made me wonder. I was like, uh, because we had a board. Maybe Remember we something. had the Aaron Rodgers board. It was the where is he going to go? Yeah, did we all say Green Bay? Uh, I think I actually said the Saints or something, but I don't know. <laughs> Saints, wish eight five five two one two four CBS. That would have been awesome. Except then <laughs> every single player on the Saints got hurt, so that would have been bad. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Want to hear from you? So we've got two questions. One: When should they go to Jordan Love for the Packers? And number two: Is Aaron Rodgers going to be in Green Bay next season? Let's put to aside some of the contract stuff. It gets really complicated, and convoluted. If, if someone wants to be traded, as that we've shown in the NBA, they can be traded. I, Anybody can be traded at any time in professional sports. That has been proven over and over again. <laughs> the, Gi- the Giants signed Odell Beckham Jr. to the biggest contract right. that a wide receiver had ever had and trade him, traded him the next year. Anyone can be traded. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. We want to hear from you guys. Coming up also, which unlikely team is turning into a Super Bowl contender? Get to that, too. we got a lot to do today. Want to hear from you. You can also find us on Twitter at Maggie and Pearl, Instagram Maggie and Perloff. And you can always go to YouTube and just search out our names, Maggie and Perloff, and there we are. We'll pop right up. Go subscribe to our YouTube page. We're back in a minute. Don't move. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This season, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free. Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, the International Series, Holiday Triple Headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. All sponsored by AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your check engine light for free and get you back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Uh, give us a call if you have any thoughts on Aaron Rodgers' future, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. 
I have to tell you, I see the phone lines are lit up. There's one that's been going around that I just love so much. And we have a caller who's going to say it. But this this one team, yes, this is the best <laughs> team. Go to the caller because it's it was around the internet last night, and it's just too perfect. All right, well, let's hit Joe, who's in Pennsylvania. Joe, where do you think Aaron Rodgers will be next year? Well, where, he, where he's going to be is probably Green Bay, but where he should be is out of there. I agree. Put the Get the surgery done. Hang him up for the year. Wind up in Vegas. Oh, Stu. Stu's our, our resident Las Vegas Raider fan. Um, now, you realize that Devontae Adams left Aaron Rodgers for his best friend, Derek Carr, to bring the, the <laughs> beautiful irony of having Aaron Rodgers reunited with Devontae Adams would make the entire offseason wonderful. No, if this could possibly happen, Devontae it'd be Adams would have to be like, this is getting weird. Like, why are you following me? Why, why are you following me to Las Vegas? I yeah, already told you no. It is a real issue. They Can they cut Derek Carr because of his friendship with Devontae Adams? There's already enough bad vibes around that franchise to last a long time. And we're going to talk to Amy Trask, former Raiders executive later. But I just honestly, I don't think they can do that, Maggie, right? I mean, there's a friendship there that's part of the reason they got him there. And I wonder if they've made any promises to Devontae Adams. Yeah. Like, hey, you guys yeah. are going to be around together. But Stu, would you like Aaron Rodgers next year? I think he's just too. I, I think they have to either stick with Carr or draft a quarterback, one way or the other. I think going to Rodgers, who's you know older now, I don't think that's the right move at this point, especially well, with McDaniel's as the head coach. Man, look how far Rodgers has fallen. Can't even be a bridge quarterback <laughs> for Stu's Raiders, who have won two games this year. Three, two, two, two. Oh boy, let's go to Eric. He's in Portland. Wants to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Eric, what's happening? Hey, uh, hi you guys. Uh, first of all, uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Love um, it. I know. What day is it? I know it's early, but <laughs> I, I know it's early, but that just stopped the commerce. Well, thank Any you. Case, um, he uh, uh, he's going to be in Green Bay unless he specifically wants out. You don't trade a guy that's uh, MVP two years in a row because he has a down year. Uh, plus, it'd be a really bad option. Green Bay doesn't tend not to operate that way. They stuck with Red Favre long after they should have. Um, and I just don't think that that Green Bay base and the way it's structured and, 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 and that collective ownership is going to go for that. Uh, second of all, I, I think that, you know, uh, he's in this rebuilding year. He's got Chris Watson. He's got reasons to stay. And I think that he wants to get that second Super Bowl with Green Bay. But I, I just think that and the money doesn't really make a huge difference because look at these uh, salaries that are being tossed about uh, with underperforming quarterbacks they are far worse than he. So I really think that he's going to stay there. Yeah. And I, I, I would absolutely, to your point, you can trade anybody, but we're talking about Aaron Rodgers. And to Bertloff's point, and he's absolutely right, it's the best thing to keep him there optically and operationally. And uh, frankly, I, I, I think that that's what Rodgers want, is want, going to want to do. All right, Eric, appreciate you weighing in there. Well, okay, I'm looking at some numbers here. Obviously, we, I talked about his numbers have gone down since the thumb injuries drastically. They're picked up a little the last two weeks. Last night, he actually really wasn't that bad because he was so hot for most of the game. In fact, they play the Eagles next. I was panicking about that Packers offense for half the game. Then I relaxed <laughs> at the end you of the game. You have one of the best secondaries. The Eagles are one of the best secondaries in the league. you got, like, multiple pro bowlers yeah. in, in your secondary. Yeah, but I mean, it, it looked through three quarters like Rodgers was putting together a second hot week in a row. 
Uh, I mean, even at the end, he was 24 for 39, 227, two touchdowns, no picks. It's not a, a terrible day. Half those incompletions came in the fourth quarter. I think his thumb is is hurting him. So he said that it's going to get back to normal after the bye week, which makes me think that he might even put in a pin during the bye week. I, I think that's all. Yeah, but now stuff. it's too late. Yeah, so like now you're, you're right. going to so put a pin in for what? Like, <laughs> what, what does that do? Yeah, I don't even know what. I was, <laughs> put a pin in I think I was out of my league when I said put a pin <laughs> in your thumb. I don't know if that's something you could do. Isn't that the, the saying when you bookmark something? Like, we're going to come back to it. We're going to put a pin in it. Well, uh, yeah, but now every surgery is they put a pin to stabilize the ligament or the bone, whatever. You're right. It's too late now. I think that this there's a lot of encouraging signs. Did you didn't buy any encouraging of my, signs? You, you can't didn't get buy three yards my, on a third and three and a fourth and three when the game's on the line. You didn't see. You don't. You're not encouraged by Christian Watson. You're not amazed by Christian Watson. Oh, I am. Great. He was so bad in the first half of the season. Romeo Dobbs is going to get healthy and come back. I think. I hate to say this, but they picked some pretty good wide receivers. Christian Watson is one of the fastest receivers in the league already. I, I think that there's reasons to say we can do better next year. That's all I'm giving you, Maggie. I'm not going to say it's a panacea, and I totally understand. I totally understand what you're saying. It looks terrible right now. But, you know, teams have off years. I want to hear from a Packer fan here. Andrew is in Wisconsin. Andrew, what do you think? Are Is the team and are the fans ready to move on from Rodgers? Andrew. Sorry about that. Hey, thanks for taking my call. You got yeah, it. We're not, we're not ready to move on. Um, if you've been watching enough of the season so far, like the first play of the game against Minnesota, Christian dropped a wide-open touchdown that would have been great. And there's a lot of those little miscues where the wideouts and Rodgers just aren't quite there on the same page yet. So it – we, uh, we, as Wisconsinites, too, have kind of been dealing with this will he, won't he, and with the last offseason where everybody's pretty much comfortable with we're rolling with Rodgers, we're invested in him quite a bit. I think what really hurts is our defense was built to play from ahead, yeah. and we're in these ground, ground and pound games, and we're just not built to, like, contain that we're used we we're built to be up by with our pass rushers and our secondary and our really kind of fast linebacking crew we're 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 our best when we're up by a touchdown or two and that hasn't happened at all but what happened last night they threw all over the titans threw all over the packers secondary all over these first round picks all night long what was that about Hey, I'm just I'm just as disappointed. I'm not say, I'm not going to come up with excuses like our secondary has underperformed a lot, but a lot of our team has underperformed. The one thing I will say is every time we drop a deuce on a season like this, we usually make a couple big runs the following season. So we're not getting ready. We're going to be the kings of the north soon enough. All right. Well, that's it from uh, the mouth of a Packer fan, Andrew. Thank you for that. Drop uh, a deuce also, on the season is a really funny way to put it. Oh, did we have to drop that? Ah, sorry. And then I just got dumped, and I just made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you dumped the caller, and then I repeated it, and you dumped me. It's not a swear word, though. Are you allowed to dump Maggie? I didn't know that you had the power <laughs> oh, yeah, to do you can this, dump too. Me. Yeah. I once accidentally cursed on fan. They dumped I that. I remember that. Yeah. That was funny. Bleep hole. Yeah, I shouldn't have said it. Can we just um, dump her when she's complaining about something? Or being <laughs> no. overly oh, pessimistic about the bills? I don't think I'll be able to do that. Who made the call on that, Samter or Stu? Samter, way to raise your hand on radio. That's a, that's great. <laughs> Everyone can see it. Uh, <laughs> dynamite contribution to the show. Uh, Rich is in Chicago. Rich, how you doing? 
Hey. Hey. Um, my, my favorite uh, NFL duo here. <laughs> yes. Uh, your, your last caller uh, omitted one important fact, uh, and then I'll get into where, where I think he's going. Uh, their defense is ranked 26. So I'm not, you know, I don't know what he's talking about, about having a stellar defense. 26 out of 32 teams, not so hot. You can't blame Rodgers entirely. But I think the two most likely spots, and I think this is because they don't know enough about Jordan Love, because they don't have an owner. Uh, Murphy runs the place with Rodgers. But I think the best news would be to play Love, sit Rodgers so you don't injure him for trade bait, and get some draft picks so you can move up in the draft. Jordan Love is not the answer. They know that, or they'd already be playing him. And I think they got to protect Rodgers. And right now, their draft uh, slot is 12, tied to their record this year. They're not getting some of these top-flight quarterbacks that are coming out at 12. I think if they, uh, the Raiders or the Niners would be perfect spots. And I think, I think they trade a couple of picks pick up Rodgers, and I think he'd be happy on the West Coast. I think that's exactly what will happen. Man, Rich, it's interesting. The 49ers, I thought about, I thought about yeah. but it's like you have Trey Lance there, and that, you invested so much. You can't not go to Trey Lance now, and Rich, I understand your point totally, but first of all, Jimmy G is outplaying Aaron Rodgers by a significant amount right now. <laughs> Second of all, I don't. obviously you're probably going to lose him, but I am not counting Jimmy G out of the 49ers franchise until he's gone, gone. It's, it's I've learned, that, year, it's, learned from that mistake. It's going to be the year 2035, and yeah. somehow Jimmy Garoppolo is still going to be the quarterback for the 49ers. And we all assume Jimmy G is tied forever to Tom Brady, so he's going to go to Tampa next year. Tom will probably come to San Francisco. I don't even what know. What about Jimmy G going back to New England? Mac Jones continues uh, to struggle. Yeah, but you have Bailey Zappi on the bench there. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry, Bailey Zappi. <laughs> I didn't mean to insult him. No, uh, I, I do love the idea. Don't you like the idea better that, that Brady leaves and Jimmy G comes in? Did you see Jimmy G getting mobbed by the Warriors cheerleaders the other day? <laughs> I saw somebody. He was sitting front row. Was it the cheerleaders yeah. or the dance team? Yeah, something yeah like whatever they were. And I, I get it. You know? I bet that happens to him everywhere he goes. Jimmy G. Well, listen. <laughs> the hordes of women just all of a sudden find themselves like surrounding him. Probably I mean, Maggie, men, too, quite frankly. Yeah. I mean, you're with... I have people who understand that. A lot of times, I, I get on the subway, women are staring at me and I know. acts the same way. <laughs> I know, it's uncomfortable Sam for you We all relate to Jimmy G, right? We've had cheerleaders yes. come up and say hi. Nonstop. Pretty much every day. Like, Stu, it's really uncomfortable because I'll, I'll walk out with him sometimes and just girls waiting downstairs with yeah. signs, hoarding yeah. him, screaming. Flash bulbs. Yeah. It's really a shame that you guys are objectified in this way, you know? I feel for you. I wish I could just for one day in my life be incredibly handsome, like Jimmy G handsome. Or be objectified, like you're, that's your goal? No, no, just to know what it's like to be Brad Pitt handsome and what... Because I assume people treat you differently 24 hours a day. You just... Everything, everything is laid out in front of you. There's nothing go wrong. You walk into a room and everybody gives you whatever you want. Everyone's just like gaga. I, I have to say, like because Perloff and I worked at Sports Illustrated for so many years, you, the swimsuit issue is a thing that happens. Yeah. And so every year we get invited to these parties, and I used to do interviews with the swimsuit models and stuff like that. And when I tell you, people get stupid around these models. <laughs> All yeah. of a sudden, grown men, particularly grown men, they get stupid. It's like your brain goes into, the, like, I'm like, I work with you every day. Like, you got spit coming down out of your mouth, man. <laughs> well, you you because, were a totally normal person five seconds ago, and now this model walked up, and you just became a puddle. 
Maggie, are you surprised that an associate editor at Sports Illustrated, <laughs> a guy who worked on the Northwestern school paper, doesn't know how to talk to a swimsuit model? <laughs> no, they He's never even talked to a woman until this time. <laughs> no, 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 it's different. It's two ways. Either they get really quiet and just yeah, stare at them. I get that. Or they start just talking, talking, like nervously talking about God knows what. And the woman's just like, uh, like Emily Ratajkowski is just like, I got, I, I got to go. Can like, I? You scared her away, you doofus. Well, I mean, Ratajkowski and Pete Davidson right now. What's that all about? Yeah. This guy. guy. I know. Do you guys want to hear a story that's going to really upset you? This uh, Mike Stu act, this is going to upset you. It's about Sports Illustrated. Okay, go ahead. There was an editor uh, who worked on the swimsuit page at times, and he met a girl, and he got engaged. And two weeks after his engagement, he found out that one of the swimsuit models had a huge crush on him and wanted to know. Oh, wow. <laughs> Stu's crying now. Oh. There's a tear. There's Ak, a slow Ak tear rolling down his microphone. It's like George Costanza and Marissa Tomei. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. That is every, Maggie, just so you know, that's every man's worst nightmare. Oh, I'm sure. The just missed the boat. How the, of course, you have to be thinking about that for the rest of your life. I bet he tried to circle back. I bet even though I'm sure he's happily married or whatever, I bet he at least inquired. Do you know who I'm talking about? I do not. Oh, okay. No, no, no. He did not. Just to be clear, okay. he, was, he was very happily married to this day. No, but... I'm we, not talking about myself, by the way. <laughs> Just so we, we're clear, because... We know. <laughs> um, <Hey>, no. <laughs> mean? I'm just kidding. The funny, other funny part, and this was definitely not on purpose, I guess, but the swimsuit issue launch every year would be after the Super Bowl, and it would land on Valentine's Day. Oh, I know. All the time. <laughs> and so... It's 90-10 men to women. So, like, all the dudes in the office are like, I'm in so much trouble for being here. Oh. It's like, honey, I'm sorry. We can't go out to Valentine's Day. I have to go to this swimsuit model party, and you're not invited. To I could top that. I could top that go in ahead. a big way. Sorry. my this is, this is my last swimsuit story. So, I was at Sports Illustrated. I was also working on the Dan Patrick Show. They started doing this thing where you flew from New York to Las Vegas. On the ha- charter. On the charter I've plane. been on it. You've been on, I yes. sat next to Jeter's wife on the charter. So, okay. For you, it's no big deal. Her, she has a name. Hannah. Her, <laughs> Hannah. I thought I should just say Jeter's wife. So, I, I, my wife was pregnant. It was Valentine's Day. Oh, and no. I had no compelling reason to be there. And I decided to go on this charter plane with, <laughs> with 25 <laughs> swimsuit models. Yeah. But here's how and it just actually, all the fo- Every photo is just people looking like they're having the best time of their life on this plane. Yeah, here's how it played out. So I get on the plane. They're like, we're going to sit you next to the swimsuit model. I think you guys are going to have a lot to talk about. What I'm like, whatever. I, <laughs> and then we sat there in the entire four-hour flight. Everyone's having a great time. I'm, by the way, sober. So I'm the only sober person on the plane. <laughs> yeah. We had nothing to talk about. She basically put on uh, eye masks. It was a boring plane. But halfway through, I was like, is there a movie or something? This is not doing anything for me. We still have four more hours of this flight. Four more hours. <laughs> then, we got, then we got to Vegas. And then there were some shenanigans. Nothing involving me. Yeah. Uh, I, for some reason, it was in it was in my huge costume phase. <laughs> you know, I had a costume phase, right? You had a costume DP phase. Show. I'm not sure it's over, but yeah. I somehow dressed up as Disco Stew from The Simpsons at a party <laughs> at Tao in Vegas, and Adam Levine. <laughs> Pulls me aside. He's like, dude, you look like a loser. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. That is, that is, the, that is the height of my swimsuit story. I just told the only two swimsuit stories I know. Maggie probably has way more, oh but I got God. nothing. He called you a loser? Yeah. He could not understand it. But that was the night he met his future girlfriend. Oh, that didn't age well. 
No, well, I can't remember who it was. No, he was with um Ann V. Yeah, Ann V. Yeah, she was a she was a, a mainstay at the yeah. sw- on the swimsuit issue. But she then was he, not he married on the someone eyes, else, as I recall. <laughs> yeah, Ann V. Ann V was attractive. Blonde woman from I think she was Russian. Yeah, yeah, no, she was attractive. Um, yeah, yeah. Th- that's a great story. So no, no celebrity like em- embarrassed me to my face at <laughs> issue party. So I've been here now almost ten months. Does CBS Sports Radio have a swimsuit division? Because did you, did you not get the invite? <laughs> yeah. Are there any Are there any parties? Is we I haven't been to a party with Cristiano Ronaldo in a long time. Back. What's up with that? You didn't get the invitation. I'm, I'm surprised. Everyone was wondering where you were. I must have got lost in the mail. It's funny. Everyone was there. Uh, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. That is so funny. I never heard that Adam Levine story. That is so funny. Yeah. Uh, okay, see you guys on the phones. Coming up, we know the game between the Bills and Browns has been moved to Detroit, but could there be an even bigger wrench being thrown into this for the weekend? We'll get to that in just a moment. Bottom of the hour, a little bit late. Time for a CBS Sports Update with Rich Ackerman. It's time to ask the pros where you can ask us a question. It's brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Simply check out the link, cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros, or tweet your question at cbssportsradio using the hashtag askthepros. Be listening later in the show when we might answer your question. Okay, so coming up later in the show, we're going to pick what we think is the best NFL game of the weekend. But certainly the one that is the most unique is happening in Detroit no, not the Lions. They're in New York playing the Giants this week. It's the Bills and the Browns who are playing at Ford Field because the weather in Buffalo is so bad. Yeah, I mean, it's ne- never going to be the Lions. What's well, that? The Lions are not going to be the most intriguing story. <laughs> but, oh, the Lions got sideswiped. That's yeah, not yeah, fair. Yeah. No, this is, I, there's so many logistical questions here. If you get me started on weather and traffic and things, Maggie, I will not stop. I know this is right in your wheelhouse. Uh, let's also get into the wheelhouse of our next guest, Tyler Dunn. Of course, he's the author of Blood and Guts, How Tight Ends Save Football. He's the founder of Go Long. And Ty, we saw your video from Buffalo this morning. You're buried. How's it going? <laughs> we're we're doing good. We're doing good. We uh we live right in the snow belt. So when you see like Boston, Colden, Hamburg, uh those those towns on the weather channel, that that's us. So we're getting slammed, but hey, you know, this is nothing nothing new. It, this is pretty uh pretty normal and Selfishly, I'm really sad that there's not going to be a football mm. game Sunday. That, w- that would have been a hell of a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, my friends in Buffalo were saying the same thing. But that was before the snow really started. And we're seeing basically a video of your dog is on top of your car, I think. But we can't see the car <laughs> because it's fully buried by the snow or something. Yeah. But, okay, so Ty, I, here's what I think a lot of people have a question. So can you give us an update? Like, where do things stand right now? Because I know Sean McDermott, the coach of the Bills, was basically saying everything's TBD because there's a, a, a travel ban right now right there is yeah I, I would think they'd find a way um it's it's really weird i mean this lake effect snow i'm no meteorologist but it just it, it comes in waves like even here right in the belt it, it it will go quiet for a while right there'll barely be any snowflakes and all of a sudden it's just a complete whiteout it's like it's so hit or miss and my god you know speaking from experience i'm sure you, y'all have been there too when you're driving in a whiteout traveling in a whiteout it is disastrous and you want to avoid that there's a travel ban here for for good reason um but yeah I, honestly I, I don't know how in the heck they're going to get out I, they'll find a way um my god it's a professional football team I, i'd imagine they'll get on a get on snowmobiles or and get all the way to detroit <laughs> one way or another but it's it's really dicey i do think though by 
tonight, like early in the morning, 1, 2 a.m., it should clear up. I think it's going to get better by then, but we'll see. So, wait, to take a step back, is there any regret that they canceled the game? Would it have been possible if, say, it, say it does clear on Saturday, is anyone in Buffalo, any official, saying, hey, you know what, maybe we should have played this game? Or it looks, what I see on, on Twitter and your videos, looks like a no-brainer to cancel it, but this is Buffalo. So is there a chance they could have plowed enough to have the game there? Oh, I think so. I think it's just a matter of travel and, and people getting to the game and, and looking at this through a um, like a public safety lens more than a, can we actually have a game lens? I think by the time Sunday arrives that it will be fine. It won't be any different than any other uh, winter day in, in Western New York. It's just like the travel in, into the, into the city, into the area that they're really terrified of. Um, so it's kind of a bummer, right? I, I think that by the time Sunday's here, they'll, they'll, I mean, the plows are unbelievable in Erie County. They're, they're all over the place. I, I just wonder whose decision it was. Is it, the Erie County executive, Mark Policart, is it Kathy Hochul, the governor? Is it um, the Buffalo Bills? Is it the NFL? That, that's where I just can't really figure out like who's, who's making this final decision because I'm sure the Bills, in an honest moment, would love to have this home field advantage, right? I mean, maybe schematically they think it, if it's all mucked up, the Browns actually have more of a chance, but I, I would think they'd want to have a home game in their own stadium and in these conditions, but it's, it's unsure exactly kind of how this decision went down, but they're, yeah, they're not going to be playing here. Yeah. Ty, I, that's why I always think the bills to me are a team that feels like they were built to play in a dome. <laughs> you know, this is a team built to beat the Kansas city chiefs, but I feel like the Browns would have had the advantage in a really mucked up game, but that yeah. aside. So one thing I saw a lot on social media last night is questioning when uh, we're seeing videos of how bad the snow got is why couldn't the bills have left yesterday? Do you think that could have actually been a possibility or would it have been too late to mobilize everyone yesterday? I, I, I'm with you. Why not? I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like we all kind of make those travel plans ourselves, right? We, you, you look ahead and it looks really bad and you just get out of Dodge. So, um, yeah, I, it seems like there, there could have been a way to make this happen in that it, it is bad. Don't don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm t- tweeting out videos of my dog, you know, in two and a half feet of snow, and it's it's still snowing. But it's Friday, right? It's, I, mean, I feel like it's going to be a lot better by, by Sunday. It seems like all parties involved probably could have planned for this, and now everybody's reactionary and acting out of caution, which I guess is good, but I don't know. I, it might, it might, we might look back at this and say, oh, everybody was a little too extreme and should have prepared, and this game absolutely should have been played in Western New York. Mm. What do you think about the actual matchup playing in Detroit, indoor stadium? To me, and I'm much more positive about the Bills because Maggie is always a glass house. sky is falling, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, it seems like a really good matchup indoors for them. I feel like this feels like a bounce-back game to the Bills. What do you think? It it better be, right? If you lose to Detroit and then – or I'm sorry, Cleveland, and then you've got Detroit, you lose any one of those games and – probably is time to panic a little bit. It's just, it's weird to see Josh Allen make these mistakes because I think we all assumed he turned that corner, gosh, back in 2020. Um, and and he, he wasn't making those mistakes and those boneheaded decisions late in games, just throwing it directly to the other team. He's, he's just trying to do too much. And, and there is no, no need for him at all to throw it toward the end zone at that point of overtime, let alone drop the center exchange before that, that even made it a game whether it's nerves, anxiety, who knows. I think it really is 
mental. And you know, I do a show with Isaiah McKenzie here, their, their slot receiver. He's been through his own mental hurdles. Um, you know, the Denver Broncos basically gave up on him when he kept fumbling. And even here in Buffalo, he was deactivated after a turnover. He didn't play for a while. He had to kind of earn his role back last season. So he, he said, like, it, the game is more mental than physical. And I think Josh Allen, more than anything, just needs to take a deep breath and not try to play hero late in games. There's no need for him to try to lean on that arm to that degree, which is, which is tough because he can fit it in there. He's proven he can fit it in there. He's got the strongest arm in the NFL. So I think it's more so on Ken Dorsey and the Bills to almost kind of protect Allen against himself and just call the game in a way that's going to get his confidence back, right? Like, get Isaiah McKenzie involved. Get, hey, you trade for Naeem Hines. Maybe you throw to him more than one time in a game. But <laughs> right. use these weapons underneath that short to intermediate game that's an extension of your run game has just been non-existent lately. So I would think that that's what they get back to. Uh, I'll turn Detroit against the Browns. Ty, we only have about 30 seconds left here, and I know this is a big question for 30 seconds, but... You know, I thought that the Bills were going to be fine even when Brian Dayball left. Quite frankly, I thought Joe Shane, the assistant general manager, was going to be where you might see more of a hit there. But are we seeing that maybe Dayball did have, like, the maybe could have been the Josh Allen whisper a little bit more? I completely agree with you, Maggie. I think that Brian Dayball is one of the best coaches in the NFL. I mean, he checks every box. The, the game management, guys wanting to run through a wall for him. He's just fun to play for. He, he's not old school grind you down it's it's he's very personable and coachable and i I just think that at the end of the day yeah he he knows quarterback play he he was the right voice in josh allen's ear right when he needed him and um this is the danger that every team kind of runs into when you go the defensive head coach route i mean you might have a, a pro bowl quarterback you might have an explosive offense but that coordinator that helped make it happen he's gonna get hired somewhere else and that's no knock on Ken Dorsey. Maybe things work out. They get through this, but it's pretty clear they miss Brian Dayball. Ty, listen, um, stay warm. Um, <laughs> hope you got, like, the Netflix queue set up. Uh, I know you got work to do as well. Thanks for taking the time, and, and hope that Buffalo doesn't get dumped on too much more. <laughs> Thanks so much, gang. And it's crazy the last 30 seconds of us talking. It's a complete whiteout here. Uh, Of of course, yes. You know what? Like I said, it changes in a blink of an eye. So it's unbelievable. For anyone else who's stuck in a snowstorm, go online right now. Order The Blood and Guts, How Tight Ends Save Football. That's Ty's new book, and it's awesome. Ty Dunn, appreciate that very much. His videos right now on Twitter are nuts. I got to check it out. Yeah. It's just his dog in the snow. But like, He seems to love it, by the way. (laughs) It's wild. (laughs) It's wild. All right, coming up. One L.A. Times reporter called the Raiders, quote-unquote, cash poor. What's the real story? Former Raiders president Amy Trask going to join us next. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff straight ahead. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.